0: you. We exalt you. We praise you and glorify your name. We thank you, Lord, that you're the God of all mercy, of all goodness, of all graciousness. You are good and you are good all the time. And we thank you, Lord, for your mercy. You said come boldly to the throne of grace to receive grace and mercy to help us in our time of need. We look to you this morning. We trust the Holy Ghost, the utterance this morning. We thank you, Father God. We won't leave the way that we came. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Let the children go. They're blessed. Well, this the first week of December, first Sunday. Praise God. We've been teaching on some of the very first principles of of what happened when we got born again. How many know that you were saved by the grace of God through faith? Wasn't saved by grace. And you wasn't saved by faith. It was grace, His undeserved favor, and the faith of God that we put in that grace and believed in. We become born again, become new creatures in Christ Jesus. So to receive from God, the only way we're going to receive from God, the Bible says, the just shall live by faith. It's not an experiment. It's not something we go to in a time of crisis. It's who we are. It's who our God is. It's who lives in us. It's, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. Without faith, you cannot please God. He that comes to God must believe that He is and that He's a reward of those that diligently seek, seek Him. If you're going to study faith, you're going to have to come across a scripture that I know you can quote. But somewhere, somewhere in your study, you're going to come across Hebrews chapter 1. It says this, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. number of years ago, I had a guy that, uh, um, doesn't matter who it is, but he was just kind of, uh, he said, you faith people. And I said, that's born again people? He says, no, you faith people. He said, you want to put God in the box and tell him what he's going to do and how he's going to do it, when he's going to do it. He said, but in most translations, if you read that first verse that y'all use so much, the word now is italicized, which means it's not in the original. He says, you can't say now faith is. And I said, okay. He said, well, you agree? I said, let's take it out. I said, let's read it. Faith is. I said, how'd that work for you? Now it's kind of like a word that we would use. I mean, amplified would give us more adjectives, you know, to describe something, right? But if something is, when, when is it? Oh. So we were through with that conversation. <laughs> but now faith is the substance of the thing that you hope for. What is? Your faith is the substance of the thing that you hope for. Your faith is the evidence of the things that you don't see. The Moffat translation says, faith means we are confident. Confident. God wants you to be confident. It's important that you're confident. Convinced of what you don't see. One more amplifier says, now faith is the assurance. It's the confirmation. It's the title deed. It's the deed like you have of a, a home or a truck or a vehicle, whatever, that you own something. You don't even have to see it if you got the deed. But faith is, the, is the, the title deed of the thing that you hope for, for being the proof of things that we don't see in the conviction of the reality. Faith perceiving as real fact that which is not yet revealed to the senses. There's some things that you're believing God for. There's some things that you know belong to you. And they maybe haven't yet manifested in the realm of where we see them. What do we do if something hasn't manifested? We we go ahead and receive it, the promise by what by faith. It's, it's the assurance, it's the confidence, it's the title deed that the promise of God is yours. Faith is called many times. It's been called the sixth sense. We we have you said we only have five. Well, uh, I believe we have six, and the sixth sense would be faith. In the realms of the senses, we know we can touch, taste, feel, hear, smell, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But faith. Is not tangible in the sense that we uh, see something like we could see our Bible, or we could see one another, or we could you know, look at all around the room and see things. A lot of you, some of you ladies, and uh, some of us gentlemen, we we might have you, you might have uh, put on dabbed on some cologne or some perfume. How many of you did that before you came this morning? Can we see it? Can you really touch it and know that you touched it? Huh? So could you feel the clump? But how many know it's real? Now, we could smell it, right? That's the only sense that we could come to that. But faith is that sixth sense. Even though you can't see it or touch it or taste it or feel it, it is. Faith is. Faith will be as long as God is. And when God is not anymore, faith will cease. Hmm. And God will always be. Where does faith come? It, well, it grows out of the word. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, right? Unbelief, on the other hand, comes taking sides against God. Unbelief comes by hearing. It comes by, it comes by hearing the words of the enemy. It comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And then there's a difference between, because it says faith is the substance of the things that you're hoping for. But faith is different than hope. Hope is the goal setter. Hope is the thermostat. If it gets hot or cold, we send a message to the unit outside and say they're cold, they're hot. This is a message out there. But hope has no ability to go in and reach and take it. But hope sets the goal. There's nothing for faith to do unless there's a hope first. So, hope is important. There is a biblical hope. I'm not talking about the worldly hope. Hoping and the praying. That's that's wishing. That's not the Bible hope. Hope is based on a confident expectation. It has assurance. It, it backs up its assurance with the Word of God. Amen. So, you know, in the day that I was in church, as a, as a kid, I, and I grew up in a Pentecostal church. Uh, there was a lot of people who were seeking the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and they were they were proud. They called it tarrying. Anyone ever heard that term? We're tarrying for the Holy Ghost. We're waiting. They said, "Well, that's scriptural. It's in the Bible." Well, it, it is in the Bible, and it's, and we know it's in the Book of Acts. But they were tar- they were tarrying until the Holy Ghost came. Hmm? He's here now. We don't tarry any longer. He's here. Yes. How many know the Holy Ghost is here? Yes. So we don't tarry for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We receive. Yes. The scripture says in Acts 2, I think it's around th- verse 38, somewhere near 39, that this promises to you, to all those that are here, and to your children, and to many that's far off because he's here. Yes. Amen. So we don't tarry for the Holy Ghost. We don't tarry anything that Jesus died to give us. It's yours now. You can have it right now. Yes. We ought to just take it right now. Yes. We ought to just go ahead and take it right now. We shouldn't be some of those people that's hard to receive. I, I always think about uh, uh, Or and the days of his tent, and all the miracles that took place, and they kept marvelous records. And, and it, the, you know, you had, who, who are you, where are you from, what's your address, are you a Christian, non-Christian, who are you affiliated with, and they had to fill out all these things. Why are you here, and they get in the prayer line that have a basis from where to start. And he said. If you put it in categories of church and denominations, they said which one was the easiest to receive healing, which one was the hardest. I forgot who the easiest was. He said, The hardest people to get healed. He said, In my experience under the tent, the hardest people to receive healing are Pentecostals. The one who knows the most about the power of God is the one that's hardest to receive. If that's true, it ought to stop. We ought to drop whatever is stopping us. Let go of whatever is holding us. Let go. Let's do not be professional terriers. Let's not say, Well, I've been I've been tarrying for the Holy Ghost for 37 years. Oh, I've been doing it for 41. Well, that's not a testimony. You know, it gives no glory to God for us to be waiters. He said, Let them shout for joy who favor my righteous God. It gives him pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Amen. So why don't you just go ahead and get what's yours? Why don't you just take it today? Today's December the 2nd. Right? The year 2018. Why don't you just say today? You know, the word said the word of God is settled in heaven. So they're they're not going over it anymore in heaven. But you have to settle it in your life. You have to settle it today. I've been ministering things like this for 25 years, and I've met very few many people who live by faith. I know it'd get quiet when I said that, but I've met I've met very few people who ever live by faith. You say, "Well, I do." Well, then let me have your wallet, your purse, and let me keep your credit cards and your health card. No, you live by faith, and in case something goes wrong. Hmm. Well, if you was in a third world country, you wouldn't have those advantages. Faith grows out of the Word, but it's, it's time spent in the Word. Please, no show of hands, but if you watched a ball game yesterday, it took you three hours to watch it. Guarantee most Christians haven't spent three times three hours in the Word this week, but they spent three hours in a ball game. And they wonder why they don't have faith to receive something. comes out of the Word. Well, I'm busy. Well, then you're too busy well, I got things to pay. We'll get sell them. If you you have to, get to a tent. I'd rather leave for a tent and get a mansion than be in a mansion and just trying to get through. Now, you don't have to be in a tent. You understand? But I'm just saying the priorities are wrong. Amen? Because somewhere in your life you're going to get to a place where you're going to really need something. And it might be something that a place where can't nobody help you. And the doctors won't have an answer. And there you'll be. And all your ballgame statistics won't work for you. Their champions won't make you a champion. Amen. There's nothing wrong with having fun and enjoying it. I, I'm, just, I'm just putting it in the perspective of our, of our life, okay? That's, that's all I'm trying to say to you. Amen. So, faith is now. Or it's not faith. Right? So when someone says, well, I'm going to get to Holy Ghost sometime. I'm, I, I'm going to get the Holy Ghost. I'm going to seek the gifts and, and one day God's going to do something. I'm going to, I'm going to be in the operation of the gifts of the Holy Ghost sometime. Well, the Bible says them when? Today. How about today is the day of your salvation? Well, salvation is an all inclusive word which means deliverance and healing and preservation and prosperity and peace. So when you have salvation, you have all of it because you have Jesus. When you have Jesus, huh, there's nothing outside. It's all inside. Praise God. You can say amen just every now and then. Amen. amen. In other words, someone says, well, I, I, I want to receive it. I believe I received it. I believe it's mine. And I just don't know I can receive it. Well, if I come to you and I offered you a $50 bill, would you say, I, I just don't know if I could receive that right now. <laughs> Let me step it up. If I, if I have a three $100 bills, and I might, right, and I come right now to offer that to you, would you say, I, I just don't believe I could receive that? I'm not at the place where I could receive that. How, how many could receive? How, how many are well able? How many need go through eight classes on how to receive $300? How would you receive it? You'd reach out and you take it. Take your salvation. You took it by faith. Yeah. How do you receive your healing? The same way. Because yeah. it was the same, it, it was the same sacrifice. Right? right. So we just take out it and we receive it. Well, I don't feel all of it yet. Well, you may not. He says, believe that you receive. Right? Yeah. And we'll get to that. Believe that you receive. And there is a manifestation of that. Now, Mark 11, 24, Jesus said, What things, soever you desire, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. You shall have them. You shall have the manifestation of it. But the place of believing is when? When you pray. When you pray what? Believe. Believe what? Believe that you receive. Receive what? What you prayed about. This is deep, guys. When you pray, believe that you receive. The word receive means that you took it. And if you took it you believe that you received it he said you shall have it you shall have the manifestation of it yeah. this came out of Jesus speaking to a fig tree yeah. Jesus king of kings lord of lords creator of the universe spoke to a tree and it was green for almost a day looks like nothing was working for the creator but underneath a third of that plant they couldn't see And when Jesus spoke to it, immediately went to the roots his word, went to the root of the problem, and it started killing it from the bottom up. See, Jesus always likes to get to the root of your problem. Hmm. Sometimes just picking off fruit won't work because it'll grow back. Amen. So let's talk about this a little bit because we're going to put it in context of now and time. Now, faith is right now, and we we have to understand time. To do that, we have to understand that God, of course, has no beginning. You say, well, Genesis 1 said he does. No, it says in the beginning. But God was before the beginning. Well, what year was God born? That year and before? Well, he always was. And he always will be. He existed before. Well, mind goes tilt. He always was so he doesn't need clocks, to him time is irrelevant. He created time for you, he created time for me, and he's not bound to a watch. He's not bound to time. He understands time because he created time. And, uh, you know, when we think about it, you have to understand that God's no older today than he was yesterday. You should like heaven for that purpose. We were talking about this morning, my mother's birthday today, but she's she would be 84, but she's not 84. Because I don't want to go to heaven to be 84, do you? Some of y'all are not sure, because you're not 80-something right now. <laughs> when, you, when you get to heaven, you, you, you'll have the you, you'll have a spirit body just like Jesus, and you'll be young forever. Young forever. Woo, good preaching! I'm excited! Y'all excited? Y'all, Pente, y'all Pentecostal, got any fire in you? Huh? Where's it at? Praise the God. How many of y'all excited about heaven? Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I think Jesus likes to look down from heaven to see how people respond to his word like. Okay. Hallelujah. Well, I'm excited anyway. Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all do what you have to do, I guess. Amen. So all this ties in with what Jesus said. Because God is the God of the eternal. Scripture says he is the eternal God, right? So all this ties in with what Jesus said about believe that you receive. The reason you must believe that you receive when you pray is because God has no other time to hear you than right now. The only time God has to hear you is now. So he will not hear you tomorrow. So God will not hear and answer your prayer tomorrow simply because he does not have a tomorrow. He just is. God's no older today than he was a million years ago. Praise God. Amen. So he can't do anything about your prayer later. But he wants to get involved in now. Right now. Hmm? When he asks, will you receive me as Lord? Does he, should you sell him uh, maybe later? No, you should receive him now. Receive the Lord now. Well, if you receive the Lord now, receive what the Lord did for you right now. Praise God. So Jesus said, when you pray, you should believe that you receive when you pray, because when you pray is right now. Hmm? Yeah. no tomorrow no tomorrow's there when you go uh, read the story we won't go there but in Acts chapter 3 is an amazing story about Moses meeting God in a burning bush a uh, bush that was not being consumed and it was an amazing sight not to see a fire in the desert but to see a, a fire that the actual the shrub of the bush was not being consumed and he says I gotta go see this sight he went up there and as we know if you've never read it maybe you watched the Ten Commandments on TV this is one place TV could help you maybe just a little bit. He got up there and and, and, and God was there, right? Yeah. And the presence of God was there. And the Lord said, take off your shoes. You're on holy ground. And God talked to him about his people, the Israelites, who had been in bondage for over 400 years. He said, I'm sending you. I'm going to send you to deliver them. And Moses started, I can't talk and I can't this. And he says, well, when, if I were to go, if I go, he said, he said, they're going to want to know, the Israelites are going to want to know who sent me. What who shall I tell him who sent me? He said, Tell him I am sent you. The scripture said, So what do I tell them, God? God said to Moses of the burning bush, out of the burning bush he spoke, and he says, God said, I am who I am. The one who is called I am has now sent you. But that was a moment. Hmm. I bet you could get more out of that than that old gospel hymn, Just a Little Talk of Jesus. He'll hear you by and by. See, he'll hear you when? You see what's wrong with that song? I know it makes people mad when I do that, but I'm just saying. (laughs) But why would you sing? See, we're singing Doubt and Unbelief, Right? Oh, I was, I mean, I, we sang in church, had a good time with it. And man, I got there in that back row with them basses and Brother Gerald Elson back there. And man, you talk about singing bass. gear Lord, that man sang bass. And when he did, it'd come up where I was standing next to him. And I could feel the vibration of his voice through the uh, plywood plank going up. And every hair on my leg would stand up and just like break off. Oh, will let us, you know, half a little time. let us tell him all about our will. Here I painted. And he will. He'll answer later on when he gets around to it. Because he doesn't do prayer, prayer till tomorrow. Not. So you have to take it and throw it away. Sorry. You'll get over it. Hey, God's now. So he got so it looked like fire. He, he went up there, saw one being consumed, and God says, go. Man, what a name I am. So we find out in connection with what Jesus said. Jesus said, when you pray, believe that you what? Receive. So we find out that now faith is. So if faith is, we find out now faith is, not tomorrow. So if it was tomorrow, then we'd have to, if faith is tomorrow, we'd have to say faith will be. Am I right? Any English majors in here? If faith is yesterday, then we would have to say faith was. But to be in proper alignment in context with the scripture, we have to say faith is. Now faith is. So God didn't send Moses to the children of Israel and say that I was, have sent you. Hmm? No. No, he's a now God. God said, told Moses, tell them, I am sent you. I am is what? Present tense? It's present tense, which means now. He did not say, tell them Jehovah has sent you, and yet that's his name. He didn't say, tell them El Shaddai has sent you, and yet that is his name. He said, tell them I am has sent you, and that's who he is. He did not say, tell them I am that I was, or I am that I will be. Did you watch old Charles Hester movie? I am that I am. I like, oh, wow. so 1956 movie. It was awesome. I mean, for 1956, it, it, it was cool. I am that I am. Now, maybe when Moses started stuttering, I don't know. <laughs> bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. <laughs> I don't know if he actually stuttered before then. <laughs> if a bush talks to you, you better do it. Because <laughs> he might slap you if you don't. I don't know what to do. He said, that he said I, I am who I am. That is the present tense right now. So right now at this moment, you have to believe that you receive. Right? Because there's no other time. Man, if you don't get in right now, you're out of time. You're going to miss your opportunity. Now I know something interesting about Jesus' ministry. When he comes to the earth, he picks up on the Father's uh, M.O. Hmm? You can see it all throughout the scripture. We won't turn to any of them, but you're familiar with them, It's called the I am's of Jesus. The what? The I am's. Where'd that come out of? Exodus chapter three. So Jesus comes to the earth and picks up on the operation, the modus operation of his, of his father. And uh, I'll give you the references. John 6, 35, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Not I will be. Not that I used to be. Not that I could be. I hope to be. John eight twelve. he said, I am the light of the world. John 10, 9, he said, I am the gate of salvation. John 10, 11, he said, I am the good shepherd. John eleven twenty five 25 and 26, he said, I am the resurrection and I am the life. John 14, 6, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. John 15, 15, he said, I am the vine and you are the branches. Revelation 1, 18, we won't go there, but here's the verse. I am he, I am he, Jesus said, who lives. I was dead, and behold, I'm alive forevermore, and I have the keys of Hades and of death. I got the keys, and I am he. Amen. Revelation 111, he said, I am the Alpha, and I am the Omega. I am the first, and I am the last. I am is present tense. Could have said, I used to be. He could have said, I will be someday. But no, he said, I am. Amen. So I, 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 in my praying, in my believing, I have to believe that when I pray, I believe that I receive now the God of I am. The Hebrews 13 8, we're just going to learn some scriptures. Jesus said, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. Everything he was yesterday, he is today. Everything he is today, hmm. if we're here tomorrow, he'll be tomorrow, but it'll be his today. Praise God, doesn't change. Doesn't change. And everything he'll be tomorrow, he'll be forevermore. If he healed yesterday, he's the healer today. If he's the healer today, he'll be the healer healer 5,000 years from now, but it'll still be today for him. So... Once again, we must believe that we receive when we pray because faith is right now and where hope is future tense. Faith believes. What does faith believe? It believes I have it right now. Well, I just don't feel like it. Well, that's not a scripture. But there are scriptures about feelings. Amen. You walk out of feelings all the time. You go against your feelings all the time. Hmm. And you ladies never felt like washing dishes, but did it anyway. Did any of y'all ever not feel like cooking the meal, but you did it anyway? When you came home from work and the teacher sent more homework than they did all seven hours of school, you wonder, what's up with that? But you you had to help and get it anyway. You go get your feelings all the time, right? So faith, there is a fight there. But it's a fight of rest. And it's a place of, of receiving and saying, this is mine. Jesus said It's mine. He's not answering this tomorrow. He's answering right now. I need an answer right now. He is right now. He is, I am. He said, I am. <clears throat> Praise God. So there's a place for hope. We, uh, of the rapture and those who've gone in Christ, their bodies will be raised up and they'll, the, the corruptible take on the incorruptible. Praise God. Bodies be changed. Whew, just so fast. Hallelujah. Man, you're going to go from where you are You're going to go to an incorruptible spirit body. Hallelujah. Jesus body. All you'll have is just spirit and glory. You won't even have blood anymore. You'll have a glorified body that runs off glory. That's true. Praise God. How cool is that? No one's going to ask you, did you check your sugar or your blood pressure? You won't need to. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For how long, ever? Well, one after ten million years. We're not even getting started. Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah. You are going to heaven, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> they don't have this stuff in heaven, I'm just telling you. Praise God. So we got to believe what we see right now. Now, let's get into this thing just a little bit further because this is this is where we'll make the transition and go ahead and just receive today. I'm, some, I'm just saying some things over and over and over because there's, in the kingdom of God, you have to understand talk. The kingdom has a language, and you have to speak the language of the kingdom. You have to speak the language of the kingdom. Because there's two, see, there, there, there's two kingdoms one's for you, one's against you. Kingdom of light, kingdom of darkness. You know these things, right? And, and, and there's a war. Every person in here, if you're born again, you are in warfare. Maybe not in the sense of warfare of someone actually going through a particular situation. Maybe everything's looking wonderful in your life, but in the sense of the fact that you're in the kingdom of light and there's a kingdom of darkness, you are at war. In other words, if you had turned hypothetical, if you turn on your TV this morning and you're a citizen of the United States, and they said, "The United States is now at war with Russia." Well, you may not ever go to Russia or you may not be fighting in the war physically in that sense, but because you are a citizen of this country, you would be at war with Russia. You may not be actively engaged in a battle that you're aware of, but because of you, the kingdom of light, the kingdom of darkness is against you and they're planning a warfare against you. So you have to understand kingdom authority, kingdom dominion and kingdom talk. If you have loose lips, you'll have a loose life. Is that right? I need to go back on said. <laughs> what did I say? That'll work. Leave it. Praise the Lord. So if we're going to possess the possessions we talked about in this year, you've got to learn timeless talk. Say that with me, timeless talk. You've got to talk in time. If you're going to dance with someone, you got to learn how to dance in time. Hmm? I don't know how to dance. I didn't, you know, just whatever. But I mean, if you're going to really dance you, with a partner, you know, unless you want to step all over their feet and hurt, hurt each other, you got to learn the steps and you got to do it in time. So when you talk in time, you put off the promises of God. You see, if you get out of time, you'll put the promises off. Huh? You'll, you'll be working on something. Hmm? But when you talk in faith, You put the promises right now. Right now. So uh, I'm going to give you references for the sake of time, but Deuteronomy 33 27 in the ERV says God lives forever, He is your place of safety, His power continues forever. That means he is an eternal being, right? So God who's called the eternal being created time. But he himself has no time. He understands our time because he created it for us and for the earth. But he, he exists outside of it. So like I said, he, he's no older today than he was yesterday or a million years ago. So there's no, there's no way to measure eternity because you'd have to have dimensions. You'd have to tell me when the end of it is, the beginning so I can get out my my stick and my calculator and start figuring some things up. So to understand God, who is the eternal being, you'd have to go back and say, God, when did you begin? And God, when will it? And you find out he always was and always will be. So there's no way to measure God in the way of eternity other than saying God is. That's why Moses, he said, God, just tell me, tell you, He's come to get you. Who did? I am the I am. I am's here. Amen. Who's here today? He said he confirms the word that's preached. I don't, I don't know what you're going to do with it, but all I can do is preach it. I'm, man, I'm just throwing the newspaper on the, on the porch. You can, you can burn it. You can lick it. You can let the dog eat it. You can let the dog pee all over it if you want to. It makes no difference to me. All I can tell you is I am's here. Amen. I am. And he said, I will. I will. You know, uh, Hebrews 4 said uh, people heard the word of God didn't do them any good because they wouldn't mix any I am with it. They wouldn't mix any faith with it. But he said if you mix faith with it, he said, he said there, there I am in the midst of them. Yes. Praise God. So here's your paper. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 So there's no way to measure because we don't know the, 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 the origin. We didn't know when it started. So God always is. So before time was, God was. Before time was, God was. Amen. Let's leave that there because you can't go any further with it. Amen. Now here's you some other scriptures just to, just to reference these things. So Isaiah 57:15 says, "For thus saith the the high and lofty One that to my God that inhabits eternity, whose name is holy." Second Peter 3:8 says that one day with the Lord is a thousand years, and a thousand years to him is just one day. So to him, Jesus has been gone two days. Praise the Lord. You have a loved one that's gone, been gone for 10 years, I don't know, 14 seconds to God. I mean, there's no more signing in than the register when you go going to be saying, hey. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, Amen. If you give them maybe 50 years, they can maybe do you, take you on a little tour, but in 50 years, they had not saw much. Praise God. Because I think, I don't know, but I think kind of when you get into heaven, one of the first people you're going to see is Jesus. That's who I want to see, right? And I'm probably going to be there a while until he, until he tells me I've got to go, or he, he goes, or whatever. Then I'm probably just going to follow him around. <laughs> Amen. Can you, have you ever thought about the moment that you are actually going to look in Jesus' eyes? Have, you, have, y'all, have y'all ever really thought about that? I mean, it's just one thing to say, but have you ever stopped to meditate that one day there'll be no one between but you and him? Him. 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 Not a book about him. Not Moses telling you about him. It'd just be you and him standing there, and he'll look right into your eyes, and you'll look. And Brother Hagin said, I had eight visitations with the Lord They said, well, how tall is he? He said, that's not the big deal. Well, how much do you weigh? He said, I can tell you that's not that big a deal. What color is his hair? I can tell you, that's not the big deal. They said, well, tell us. He said, he's 5'10", 5'11", kind of has long hair. He said, he has blue eyes and he's about 180, 190, if that makes any difference. They said, what's the most distinguishing thing about Jesus when you look in, he said, it's his eyes. He said, it's like looking into wells of liquid love. And when he looks at you, he looks all the way through you. And all you feel is love penetrating you till you can't stand it anymore. You know the way they treat you down at the job? <laughs> 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 Hallelujah. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Hallelujah. I'm just telling people, come on. Let's go, right? Did you know that scientists tells us that if you see a, how many of us saw a shoot, what we call a shooting star? You, if you saw it, he said, actually, that happened 300 years ago. If you see one with your physical eye, it happened 300 years ago. So, God Himself, who created time, a part of creation, He exists outside of all that time. All that time. And it was uh, created for the earth. Uh, Revelation 3, it says, the Lamb of God, Jesus, who was slain from the foundation of the world. When was he slain? Before there was a world. Did you catch what I just said there? Because some of you did, some of you didn't. Man didn't have a need yet in the physical sense. But God saw the need before mankind existed, before he was created. So God, who's just in now, created the, the answer before there was a need, because he's just in now. Jesus was slain in the heart and the mind of God before there was an Adam. He knew you would go to hell for eternity, so he sent Jesus before there was you. <laughs> Woo, I'm going to heaven. How about y'all? Amen. Have I got have I said that twice today? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. How can this be? It's just because there's no time. Isaiah 46, 9, 10 said, God declares the end from the beginning. God finishes it. He goes and finishes it. What he's planned to do. And when he's finished with it, and he's completed, then he comes back and starts it with an individual. What He's called you to do, He called you to do before you was born. He knew, He knows your days, He knows your purposes, He knows every day of your life. He finished your life and your call before you was ever born, because He had a purpose and then He chose someone for it. And when it was com- when it was completed in the heart and mind of God, He went back and tagged you, he said, "Go ahead and start now, because I've already finished the whole thing." So when you go to praise the God. I know you don't know this, but next Thursday I got. Now he knows. He knows where you are now. He knows what you're faced with. He knows what you're challenged with. He's the truth. He knows what the lie is. He knows what's, what's harassing you right now. He knows what's coming against you. Oh, he knows all about it. And not only is he able, you know, I grew up in churches. that I said, God's able to do anything. Well, (laughs) I mean, I always say it this way. I I borrow a a statement from Norval Hayes. People tell me, they say, God's able to do anything. Norval Hayes said, that don't mean 15 cents worth of nothing. (laughs) I'll say it because Norval's in heaven now. But 15 cents worth of nothing. Because why? Because even the devils know that and they tremble. But see, but that won't take you to where God can do anything. See, you don't receive based on what God can do. If you did, we'd, it'd be a great day. Huh? Why would we come to church if we're just all receiving based on what God can do? If we're doing that, well, might as well just go ahead and all go to heaven. There'd be no purpose to be on earth. Being on earth, receiving all day based on what God can do. No, that's not it. This. this is a relationship that we're walking out with him. Amen. So, here's the question. Can we make this timeless God serve? How can I say this? God created time, but he's outside of time. He's the God of eternity. The question is, can we make time serve us as it serves God? The answer is yes. That's the good news. This is how you possess your promise today. 2018. You laid hold of them by faith. Remember, now faith is now faith is what? Faith is right now. Now faith will become. So we all from time to time need something done immediately. Sometimes we need something done immediately. And we have a God-given faith, which is our gift to us. Amen. I, I, I always I have a note here, so I just, and I won't tell you the story that I already told it, and I don't want to do this but I just uh, this is a miracle that I, that I got to see When in 1990 is when my dad was in the hospital and it was too late and they said he has 24 hours to live because all the nerves are destroyed in his body he's, a, been a, he's been a diabetic for a long time and it's too late can't help him can't help him why can't you get his sugar under control no that's not it he has destroyed the nerves in his body we don't do nerve transplants he is in shock so we're going to morphine, we're going to do everything we can just so he doesn't feel all this. He has a few hours to live. I took in two scriptures. One of them was Mark 11, 23, what I'm talking to you about. I took one more verse. About whatever you loose, shall be loose, will leave binds, shall be bound heaven, back you up. And I just did what I knew in 1990, which wasn't much. Matter of fact, I just listened to six Noah Hayes tapes. And then I had to go find what the book of Matthew was in the index. So I was, you know, I was an optimum in knowledge. And I just believed it like a child. I just believed it. I snuck in there. I got back there in the critical care unit when someone opened the door. And I snuck in. It wasn't time. They found me. But I was through with time. They found me. They said, what are you doing? I said, well, I had to come do something. They said, you cannot be here. You have to go. But I already did it. So I laid hands on him, and I cursed some things, and I spoke some things, and I spoke to his body, and I commanded his nerves to be restored in his body. And that's when they caught me. And they just you know like, showed me to the door. But I done not done it. Of course, I could have done it in the lobby. I just didn't know. I just thought it would help better if I got there. I could have done it at the house if I'd have known but I didn't, you don't know what you don't know. But I got in there and he was delirious, uh, uh, you know, whatever. And they said, you know, maybe, maybe till lunch tomorrow. Get the family in here. Woke up the next morning and all the fluid was gone out of his feet and legs, almost 20 pounds of fluid. He had two cysts, uh, blood clots. They said if it moves one inch, they just move on their own for any reason, he's gone. And all these nerves are destroyed. Walk in the next morning and all the flu was gone out of his feet and all the flu was gone out of his legs. He had his right mind. They said, well, are not you in some kind of shock? I, no, I don't know why. They said, well, that don't make sense. Put him back in the MRI machine. And I'll never forget that little doctor from India. Scratching his head, looking up at the x-ray. He said, medical phenomenon. What happened to him was, with one scripture, the Lord recreated all new circuitry of nerves in his body. So when they tell me I have some nerve issues, I said, that's easy. You can get that overnight, I find out. <laughs> you can get new nerves. When? When? Now. So now faith is. Glory to God. You know why it is? Because Romans 3 says faith is a law. Hmm? Faith is a law. And law supersedes all natural laws when put into operation. Y'all doing okay? God gave man a higher law than time. It's called faith. See, I can supersede what's happened in my life. I can supersede the destruction that's coming to my life, not just in the physical realm. What's happened in relationships? What's happened with family? What's happened? All I can go. It's it's almost like um, was it Joshua asking for time? Said you know. I mean, what a request. I'm losing the battle, God, but I could win if I had more time. God, would you stop the sun? I mean, where did he get that from? And God never had that request, I don't think, before or since. But here, here's this man that God says, I just need some time, and the sun's going down. Uh, uh, would you stop the sun? And God said, well, yeah. And he, he stopped the sun dial, and they went in and won the battle, and they just started off again. Mm. See, faith is the law. Faith is the law. When you get miracles, Miracles is God coming down from heaven and doing what's normal in heaven, but superseding the laws of this of this earth. Hmm? In other words, you were sick we you, you were sick a few days, you, you, you missed work. So you're short two, three, four, five hundred dollars, whatever you're short. But what you don't know is God's already spoke to someone about that. So you just go and do what God told you to do, and they say, I don't know, God tell me to give you this. And this is what you needed, but you lost it at work. This is a miracle, right? So for you to get this amount of money by earthly standards, you needed to work X amount of hours time the dollars to do this and God brings it all at one time and supersedes your time. And then he restores it back to you and he does it immediately. So miracles encompasses everything in this earth supersedes the law. If you don't operate in now faith, then the natural is going to take order over you. If if you don't do it, then the earth has a right to keep doing what it's doing in the time schedule it's been assigned to. But you can supersede this time if if you'll just live right now. Because faith is the law. You're, you're, you're not making laws. I mean, this big thing about immigration, they're saying other than the fact of needing a wall and needing this, if, if if someone would just reinforce enforce the laws that's already on the books, right? See, faith is a law that will enforce. And everything the enemy is doing to you and, and against you is wrong. And it's in the book. Huh? The book says he he shouldn't have that right to do that. Why don't you stop him? Well, I'm. Do- use the law, use faith. It supersedes what he's doing. You can stop him, but you might have to turn off your television every now and then. Just every now and then, huh? Amen. You go in other countries; it's, it's different because they don't have all these options. Praise God. We doing all right? So God gave me a higher law than time. A higher law than time is called faith. Faith can determine how it happens and many times when it happens. Because in your heart and mind, it's right now. Here's a here's one a scripture that I, oh man you talking about like this is so fun. Jesus talking about I am, I am, I am. Don't turn that, but John eight fifty six to fifty eight. They basically call Jesus a devil, and uh, <laughs> he says to him he says he talks to him about Abraham. He said you're calling Abraham your father. Jesus said. He said, Jesus told them, he said, your father Abraham was very happy uh, when he saw my day. Now, you're talking about messing with somebody's head. Here's Jesus, about 30, 31, 32 years old, and he's talking to all these religious heads, you know, and they're calling him devils and all kinds of stuff, and about their, our father's Abraham. He said, "Your, your father Abraham was very happy when he saw my day. Now, nah, I don't know, but I'm thinking he's picking a fight. <laughs> what do you think? He said he he was happy when he saw the day when I came. He saw the day and he saw the day that I came and was very happy. The Jews said to him, "What?" They said, "How can you say you've seen Abraham?" He said, "You're only about fifty years old." Jesus said, that, "Well, the fact is, before Abraham was, I, I am. I am. Before he was, I am." He was happy to see my day. <laughs> and uh, the next thing was they picked up stones to stone him, and I am got lost in the crowd and they couldn't find him. Mm. God told Joshua really quickly, think about this. God told Joshua that he had given him Jericho, the king, the mighty man, into Jericho's hand before, before it was in his hand in the natural now you ought to read sometime, Joshua 6 two. God takes him to Jericho and he says, Joshua, he says, see the city I've given you? Yes, sir. Well, I gave it to you. Okay. Hmm? Does he have the manifestation of it? Does he have the manifestation of it? There's people in that city. There's an army in there. It's fortified walls. The walls are so thick, really, seriously. They have chariot races on top of the walls. God said, I gave you that city. See, I given you the city. Why? Because God is talking out of what? Time. Faith talks what? See, that's crazy. See, I given you the city. <laughs> well, yeah, well, there's a little problem. Not to God. Hmm? Kingdom is timeless talk. You got to talk right in time. So he said, I gave you the city the so in the now. So in the natural, he doesn't have it. But in the realm of the Spirit, it was already in Joshua's hands. How about this one? Matthew 15, 21 through 28. You know about the Syrophoenician woman? This was a woman that Jesus had had great faith. He only, Jesus only attributed two people to have great faith? This was this woman and the centurion. Neither one of them, neither one of them had a covenant with God. All the people who had a covenant with God, he never said great faith. These people are outside of that covenant. So this woman, she's a Syrophoenician woman. And she comes to Jesus begging because her daughter, she said, is grievously vexed with the devil. Grievously. She said, I'm living where there. My daughter's grievously, grievously vexed with the devil. And my friend Steve Sampson said, that's, and that means that's hard on the furniture. But anyway. And we can't keep any drapes up. <laughs> and she claws at the wallpaper. <laughs> so... And Jesus turned her away and he says, it's not right for me to take the children's bread because he wasn't called to nobody at that time with the lost sheep of Israel. He said, it's not right for me to take what belongs to them and give it to a dog. Because they were called, Syrophoenicians were called dogs. And she said, that, that's true, Lauren. It's true. Modern translation, she said, but even puppies get crumbs under the table. And Jesus said, oh, Jesus said, oh no, you didn't. I mean, she pulled one out there. She said, "Even the dogs get the crumbs." He said, "Woman, great, great is your faith." He said, "You don't even have a covenant with me, but because of your faith, I'm gonna go and let you get this out of time, because it don't even belong to you in this time, but you're gonna receive from a covenant don't belong to you, but will belong to you, but it don't now, but your faith will supersede your covenant." I'm going to heaven one day. (laughs) Woo! Glory to God. I'm glad you're all excited about all that. Thrilled about the word. You can just tell it. Hallelujah. Her faith dominated her time. She had no right or covenant to healing until the new covenant. Jesus acknowledged your faith, which is right now. And faith dominated time and gave her the new covenant blessing. And her daughter was healed at that moment. She moved the hand of time from the future to the now, and her daughter was healed. Remember, faith has no future. If you're thinking and speaking future, you're not operating in the law of faith. You're not. If you're not in faith, time will dominate you, and just go ahead and get you a wish list. Enoch was translated that he would not see death. He stepped over into the spirit realm. The eternal realm where time is not, he bypassed death. And he had this testimony before he went. He said, I please God. And God said, Yes, you do. Come on. will not you just keep on walking with me? He never saw death. He just had sweet fellowship with the Lord. And one day they got to fellowship, and the Lord says, Why don't you just come on with me? How cool is that? Everybody said, Ain't well, it time for supper? <laughs> he, well, Enoch's not here. Here's a, here's a, here's a good one. Hebrews eleven eleven. 11. Sarah through faith received strength to deliver a child when she was past age of conceiving. Because she judged him faithful who promised. Hmm? Because she judged him faithful, her faith took her body back in time. Her faith took her body back in time. And probably Abraham's. And I'm assuming that happened more than once from Abraham because after Sarah passed, Abraham got married again and had five more kids at 140, which I don't know why you would want. I just don't know that. I mean... You wouldn't want, if Abraham was here, you would not want him to lay hands on you unless you was looking for that blessing. He he could impart it to you. But her faith took her back in time. Hmm? Back in time, but in God's now time. Now faith is. Or for the guy that got mad, I said, okay, then faith is. I said, so would you look up in the dictionary, sir? Is. In the reference of time, he says, well, that what well, is would be right now. I said, that's my point, sir. <laughs> I said, huh? Take the now off if you want to. But faith is. If it is, it's right now. Hallelujah. See, some of you are sitting here healed and don't even know it. Yeah, but I got this symptom. Who said it was yours? The devil can manifest all kind of feelings. He just sitting in your he could be sitting in your body just doing stuff and making you think that you're waiting on a a manifestation and just sitting there with a manifestation, just sitting there with all your feelings and letting you think you still ain't got it. Did you you ever think about that? You know the enemy can put feelings, right? He oppresses the body. He brings sickness and disease. He whatever the devil manifests, it's it's his stuff. If it's fear, it's because that this is a devil of fear. If it's lust, that is the lust and the desire of that particular demon trying to manifest oppress your mind and your body. But it's, it's his junk. But it, it gets into the flesh, into the mind, and you think it's your stuff. Matter of fact, your faith might have got you healed four years ago and you carrying around his junk. And I'll just repeat, you know, what uh, what R. Roberts told... Uh, Kenneth Copeland years ago, they said, well, what if you believe all this stuff and you still die? He said, die? He said, man, on the other side of death, that's stunning. (laughs) Stunning. Whoo! Glory to God. I'm glad y'all so thrilled. Hallelujah. Man, don't let December sit on you like this. Don't let the spirit of ho, 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 ho. Ho, ho never did nothing for you. Huh? Got some credit cards swiping. I don't know if they still got that cartoon. Sometime the grandkids was there, they'd have that cartoon. Swiper. Swiper, quit swiping, we'd say. Dora. Y'all a tough bunch today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So Enoch didn't have to see death. Sarah's body got took back. Glory to God. How many of y'all like to go back in some years in your body? How many of like to go back before that, before that happened? How many of you like to claim that on back? Just take it back. See, you can supersede the law now, right? If you don't, then the natural things on earth are going to rule. But you can reign over them because you're above them. Well, I, I, I'm believing God. I'm fighting on, I'm fighting this thing and I'm believing God. Well, you're fighting from the wrong place. Don't ever fight the battle on the battleground. Go to Ephesians 2. Go far above. Leave the earth and go where you're seated in heavenly places, far above all this, and fight it there because it's already won there. See, don't, don't, don't come down here and spar down here on the earth. Go above. Because above this realm, we, we know there's three atmospheres. It's called three heavens. Here, this earth atmosphere, there's an atmosphere above the earth. This is where demons rule and reign. Then there's the heavens, the heavens where God exists. When Daniel came to give, a, the angels came to give Daniel the answer, they told Daniel, we, we left as soon as you prayed. But when we did, we, we had we, uh, the king of Persia, The evil spirit over the kingdom of Persia on the earth, he withstood us. And we had to fight to get through here to bring you this word. And then he brought in the word and he says, now i got to go and i got to fight my way back. So don't quit while you're winning. There's some things that's trying to get stuck up in this second realm, but I'm telling you, your words will push it on through. Because they're trying to stop all the stuff, but it'll push it on through. I'm going to heaven. Not today. I better. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right, let's finish right here. It's almost time to eat a ham sandwich. Uh, how about Lazarus in John chapter 11, the story of Lazarus? And she said in, in verse 21 Martha said unto Jesus, If you had been here, my brother would not have died. How would you like to walk up on a situation like that? Someone called and told you you got a problem, would you come pray? And finally, got to those dead, and they said they didn't say, "Well, hey," they said, "If you'd been here when I asked you to come, he wouldn't be dead." Hey, <laughs> well, they're grieving, right? Jesus said to her in verse twenty-three. He said, "He said uh, Lazarus. He said your uh, your brother. He said he'll, he'll rise again." Martha said unto him, uh, "I know you. I know he'll rise in the resurrection. I know that at the last day." That's all, of course, natural thinking, right? I know there's a resurrection. I know he rises rise then. That'll be the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am. I I what? Seems to be something that goes through the scripture, don't it? She said he could rise in a resurrection. And Jesus said, "Um, that's who's here. I am that resurrection. (laughs) Hmm. And I am the life, and he that believeth on me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Martha said, I know my brother shall rise the last day, but I'm telling you, that's all natural thinking. Jesus said, if you shall believe and talk in time, if you'll talk resurrection now, if you understand I am here, if you understand there's no other time but this time, that God's not doing this tomorrow because he doesn't have tomorrow, then you can go ahead and have what's yours today. And we'd be right on time with God. God say, well, "Set your clock. What time is it, Lord? Right now. Woo! That's good preaching. Glory to God. Mmm, mmm. Mm. I want you just go ahead and get it right now. Mmm. There's one person of faith right there. See, what happened right there was Samuel said that the Lord weighs. The God of knowledge weighs your faith. Was it 1 Samuel 2? He said, the the Lord of God, he weighs your your faith through your actions. The proof of it. Hmm? If you just sit here, let this be a Sunday sermon, and you came to church, Mm -hmm. then you just go home and just do life. Then we miss the whole thing. Let's rejoice with Sister Barbara. Father, we just thank you. you, you, You're the God of right now. You're the God of right now. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. No one needs anyone to lay hands on him. Hallelujah, right now. He's here. You're here. We're here. We're living in it right now. Glory. Thank you, Father. We receive right now. The just shall receive. The just lives by faith. They live by right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the word. We thank you that you are confirming your word with signs and following. With signs and wonders following your word. And we receive. We receive. We take it. Faith says, I take it. I take I take this right now. God did it for me. All the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Praise God. That means I have it. That means, all right, now going from take it to I have it. Say things have turned. Say things have turned. They're not turning. They have turned. See, uh, when you get a miracle, the Lord just does it and he comes right back to it. There's a miracle process. When Jesus went to the wedding of Canaan, what happened? They ran out of wine, and he said, get water, which has nothing to do with it, obedience to it. What did Jesus do? He turned the water into wine, and the whole process, which takes years to ferment, he did in seconds. Mm. Thank you, Lord, you're reversing the whole process right now. For those who have damage in any part of their body right now, through time, accidents, sickness, whatever, however it came, we're calling upon the God, the eternal God, to supersede the natural laws. <laughs> to supersede the natural laws. By faith in you, by faith in your word, we declare, put ourselves in a line with you and your word, and we say we have ours now. We receive it and now we take it. Probably need some kind of you need some kind of taking it. You need a, we, we take it. I have it. It's, it's mine now. Jesus mighty name. I take it. Full restoration. I, I, I possess the possession. I take it, it's mine. Fully restored. fully restored, fully restored. Fully restored. Glory to God! Fully restored. Now let's give Him praise. We give You the praise and the honor and the glory. The praise and the honor and the glory. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I just sense something happening just right now. This there's. There's some things if you'll just you you might have to check something here, but you'll you'll begin to see there's something happening right now in Jesus. Mighty name it's happening right now as as you thank him and as you praise him, it's happening right now in Jesus. Mighty name in Jesus. Mighty name. Glory to Glory to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Thank you, Father. Someone who has some hearing issues. Praise the Lord. I don't know if you have it now. From time to time, you have some hearing issues. Those things are being uh, being addressed right now. There's a repair going on right there in the inner ear and the eardrum. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. I call your ears healed. The eardrums. Everything from the inner ear to the outer ear. In Jesus' name. You're hearing is being restored to perfect health right now in Jesus' name. Some of you have some uh, chronic sinus problems from time to time, and it's causing all kinds of respiration problems. In the name of Jesus, the Lord is, is redoing that. He is, he's reaching in there right now and dealing with you in the respiratory. Uh, and it, it affects your lungs. It affects your sleep. And you don't sleep well. Tonight you're going to sleep better than you slept in years. In Jesus' name, uh, if that's you, say so i take that now. In the name of Jesus, I command sleep upon you, sweet sleep and pleasant sleep, joyous sleep, and everything in the respiratory and through the sinuses, you'll breathe freely. Hallelujah! Receiving proper oxygen right throughout your body right now in Jesus' name, in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name. Jesus mighty name. Jesus mighty name. Someone else is being healed of some type of gum situation. I don't know if it's a gum disease or a tooth situation. But right now, I just, I, I just declare right now that you're being healed in your teeth and in your gums. In the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah. God has God no respect to your persons. I'm telling you, he knows how to fix a tooth better than a dentist, an orthodontist. Right now, in Jesus' name, Father, we just thank you, Lord. We're asking you, Lord, for the impossible. Not impossible to you, Father God. We're asking for the unusual, Father God, today. We're asking that today will be a day of the unusual. Signs and wonders and demonstrations of the spirit of God and the power. We thank you that the angelic hosts are here and they're bringing things to, and, uh, for our bodies, Lord. Uh, uh, things that, Father God, have been destroyed. Things, Father God, that are not working as they should work. Thank you, Lord, for new parts today in the name of Jesus. Go ahead. God, God is right now. He's right now. Just go ahead and get it right now. You say, oh, but the, the foot, the knee, the back, the this, the neck, the hallelujah, in Jesus' name. Fully restored and fully functional. Fully stored and fully functional. Strength, 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 strength. strength. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Oh, glory to God. 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 Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Some of you uh, have lost some areas in the the area of, uh, of smelling in the name of Jesus. We declare that to be restored to you right now in Jesus' name. Those senses are re-engaged in Jesus' name, in Jesus' mighty name, Jesus' mighty name, Jesus' mighty name. Some of you are having trouble eating sometimes. I don't know if it's a problem with the esophagus or whatever it is. Something about the stomach or the lining of the stomach. Right now, Jesus is healing that. Right now, He's healing that. Right now, He's healing it. Right now, you're here. He's here. He's He's here. You're here. I'm here. We're there. Here. 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 He's here. Your miracle's here. Your answer's here. He's doing it right now. He's taking it right back in time and healing all the lining of the stomach in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 And I'm here to put it not the things that said that you will not live your life out. No, that is a lie from the enemy. He is a liar. He is a, you will finish your course with joy. 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 Hallelujah. Until you are lived a long life and you're satisfied. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. We're just enforcing the laws on the book. Hallelujah. We're superseding what time has done. Hallelujah. Someone said, well, you didn't call out what I got. Well, here's the thing. Christ hath redeemed you from the curse of the law. And it named several things to do the 28, which was curses. But it said these, he said, but in any sickness, you've been redeemed from any sickness. So Father, since we have, have been redeemed by I am, I, I take now, I take now, I take back. Thank you, Father. You're, uh, I, I sense there's a great... Uh, uh, Isaiah four, he talks about. He says, I, "I'm going re- to renew your strength like an eagle. I'm going I'm to restore strength into your physical being, into your heart, into your mind, in Jesus' name." Hallelujah! Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> there it is, right there. There it is. <laughs> Glory to God. Uh, you're uh, you're going to quit saying you're old. Hmm? Uh, I got corrected about using a saying this week that I may have to train myself on. He said, yeah, that's getting you in trouble. A little phrase, and we'll we'll say, well, just saying. He said, that just saying stuff's going to get you in a world of trouble. Mm -hmm. He said, you better better say what you mean and do not say what you don't mean. Mm -hmm. It's just a little phrase. You say, well, you know, just saying. Hmm? It's an idle word. He said, you will give an account of that on the day of judgment. So, Father, forgive us for every idle, inoperative word that we spoke. We cancel them. Repent repent of them. Yeah. Place the blood on them. Plead the blood over those words. Plead the blood over those words. Hallelujah. You're strong in the Lord and the power of His might. This is His might. His strength in your inner man. Jesus mighty name. He became poor so that you might be rich. Hallelujah. So go ahead and get rich on you. Mm. Glory to God. Go ahead and get rich on you. Hallelujah. If you get rich on you, you'll be able to do what God wants you to do in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Get rich beyond everything that you need. Because the Lord needs to do a lot of things other than what just you need. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We're rich in you. We're rich in you. you, We're rich in you. We're rich in you. you, The wealth of the wicked. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You You are more than enough. Jesus, by the name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well say the Lord is good. Lord is good. His, mercy His mercy endures forever. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. How we doing? Jumping for joy. Hallelujah. I heard a lady that she had X amount of diseases at one time. And she said, Lord, I can't do anything. I want to believe and do something. He said, I can't do anything. He said, well, when you see a scripture, he said, if you'll just say, he said, if you don't even have the strength of words, but just in your heart, just say, in your mind, say, I believe that. He said, I'll count that as full action of faith. (laughs) You can do that, can't you? I believe that. Man, I believe that. That's what amen means. You're hearing something, instead of sitting there being quiet, you ought to sit there and say, I believe that. That's what amen means, so be, it. so be it. That's really what amen is about. Yes. You're telling God, man, I, amen. Yes. I believe that. I, I align myself with that. That'll be mine. Yes. Mm. Yes. Glory to God. Well, I guess we got to go. Because we got time, natural time, but in heaven we won't do this. I'll invite you over to the mansion. We'll have some ice cream. Some peas and cornbread and other stuff too. Hallelujah. (laughs) Y'all like peas and cornbread? Oh, Oh yeah. Black eyed peas, purple eyed peas. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, what's happening? There's something, something happened. I don't, there's something happened here. Hallelujah. I don't even know if you know what happened. Hallelujah. But it happened. Amen. Glory to God. You, Hallelujah. You, I believe we just got a touchdown. Mm. Hallelujah. All right. Well, Michelle, you, you want to sing a special or anything before we go <laughs> Not today, she'll she'll hold off till next week. All right, God bless you. Hope to see you Wednesday.